There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You know, ang ganda talaga sa K-drama kapag yung nagsusnow yung setting, ramdam na ramdam mo yung lamig. Lalo na sa mga parmahan nila Park Sojun, Lee Min Ho. Pero sadly... Walang snow sa Pinas. Ang pinakamalapit na is Drinkies.ph Ice Cold Beer with a 60-minute delivery guarantee within Metro Manila. Saktong after isang episode, nandyan na. So visit Drinkies.ph, sign up or log in and order your favorite Heineken or Tiger drink and use our code which is TITA250, that's T-I-T-A-250 at checkout to get 250 pesos off for every transaction. No minimum purchase, unlimited use pa for the duration of the campaign. So hurry, order from drinkies.ph now and experience cold beer delivery in just 60 minutes. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia Business, love story, lies, and 15-year-old love letters. This and more on the latest K-drama series that has been the talk of the K-drama town. This is your Tita Marian. Join me for another episode here on Tita Talks. Hey there, welcome to Tita Talks, where we talk about K-drama, Epinoy, Teleserie. If this is your first time listening, welcome. But if you've been listening to Tita Talks for a while now, do you like the intersong? <laughs> Nagustuhan mo ba? We're changing up a few things here and there dito sa Tita Talks. So anyway, this is going to be another long episode because we are going to talk about another K-drama series that has been trending in the Philippines and other countries too. But before we do that, please don't forget that you can also follow my social media accounts if you want. Kung gusto mo lang, I'm not forcing anyone here. My Facebook is facebook.com slash podcast <laughs> and on Twitter and Instagram it's at TalksTita. Now, let's move on with today's episode. So Netflix ended the year with another trending series on their hands and the world finally sees what I saw in Kim Sun-ho in 100 Days My Prince which is the fact that this cutie pie baby boy deserves more attention. So to all those nakinikilig now with Kim Son Ho, um, take a number, pumila po tayo ng maayos, arms forward. <laughs> As I was saying, so Netflix got another trending series on their hands. So they started and ended this year amazingly better than all their previous years. K-drama wise. Now, I think uh, yeah, actually I 
I think Netflix and Amazon are the only companies who benefited from this lockdown. I mean, things are so bad for a lot of industries, but not for them. Anyway, so let's go ahead and talk about the newest trending K-drama series that, again, divided the world between Team Good Boy and Team Namdosan or Dosan. Was the series worth the hype? Is your tita team good boy or team dosan? Stick around and find out later the answer to that question as well as my rating for this series. This is Tita Talks review of the K-drama series, Startup. That was Running, another empowering song from Gaho, who also sang Start Over from another hit series, which is Itaewon Class. Remember, siguro if you play these two songs from Gaho on repeat the whole day, you would probably have a very productive day. Like, anong linis-linis ng bahay? Gagawa tayo ng bahay. <laughs> Ganong level. Well, these songs from Gaho, they really make you feel that you can do anything. But we'll talk more about the OST later on. Mamayana, okay? Let's talk about the quick details about the series first. So, Startup is actually a TVN series that premiered on October 17, 2020. And just ended last year. Sunday, December 6, it was airing every Saturday and Sunday in Korea, but the series was made available worldwide, thank you very much, through streaming by Netflix. The series stars Susie Bay as So Dalmi, who dreams of becoming Korea's Steve Jobs. She may not have much, but she's very determined and hardworking. It also stars Nam Joyok as Nam Dosan, one of the founders of Samsan Tech, a math genius and once pride of his family, but has now been struggling with self-esteem because of an incident in the past. And it also stars, of course, Kim Sun Ho, the newest opa in town. <laughs> As Han Jipyong, the team leader of a venture company with the sharpest tongue but an investment genius. The three of them form the love triangle that once again divided the nation since Reply 1988. Yeah, I think that was after Reply 1988. They were, there were second lead syndromes but it wasn't this lala. Kumbaga. <laughs> it wasn't this bad. Anyway, set in Korea's uh, South Korea's fictional Silicon Valley called Sandbox, Startup tells the story of people in the world of startup 
companies. It also tells about this complicated love story that started with a love letter 15 years ago. Now, this is a K-drama review podcast, okay? Palala ko lang, this is a review podcast. So, I have no idea at all about startup companies or business in general. But, I have invited someone who leads who lives and breathes in this world for a future episode. So watch out for that. That's going to be in our React episode. There will be a React episode. Don't worry. This will not be the first and the last um, episode about startup. Meron tayong React. So anyway, um, so yeah, I can't comment on the business aspect, but... I can definitely talk about the drama with you. So let's start with the things that I think went right with the series. So of course you can never go wrong with an underdog story. Bunch of losers joining together. Teka, ang harsh ng bunch of losers. But yeah, it is, it is. Diba? Ganun naman usually ang underdog stories. It's a bunch bunch of losers joining together and defeating the bigger competition. It's Always an effective and a selling story, especially for Filipinos. Like what I said on my review with uh, for Ite One class, Filipinos maybe partly because of our history. Um, we really love we love this type of stories. We love the underdog stories. Actually, I think almost everyone loves an underdog story because. In our head, we're the underdogs and who wouldn't love defeating their tyrant boss at work or rising and proving to the people around you that you have what it takes to be successful. I think we all have that one person or group of people, kumbaga, that we want to say, who you ka sa akin. Pag bumayat ako, who you ka sa akin. Pag yumaman ako, sumikat ako, magkapera ako, who you ka sa akin. So, startup is partly like that. It's an underdog story. Um, I say partly because it's not really just an underdog story. It also involves a love story. Actually, the love story part of the series Siguro two-thirds of the story by episode 7 was focused on the love story. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, all I can say is, Ikaw na, Susie Bay. Ikaw na talaga. You already. <laughs> Haba ng buhok? Anyway, Susie. Speaking of Susie, she definitely improved. The last series I've watched with her on it was While You Were Sleeping, which... By the way, you should also check that out if you're into rom-com with mystery. Also, another reason to watch it is Jung Hae-in. Actually, forget that the series has great OST, beautiful cinematography, and intriguing mystery. Jung Hae-in alone is enough reason for you to watch it. Yung paabs ni Jung Hae-in. Enough reason for you to check out while you were sleeping. But anyway, going back... Like I said, the love story took over by episode. 
episode 7, it became the focus of the series rather than the whole underdog story, in my opinion. And the divide between the team Dosan and the team good boy, of course, because of that, it became stronger. Now, I have no comment on the two male leads. Both were great and perfect for their roles. And both, of course, are so dashing. Joa Ball. But I think I now know why people were so divided between the two male leads. Paminsan nakakainis talaga sa mga teleserye yung pagkatapos ng mainit na sigawan, biglang puputulin tapos lalabas, subay bayan sa susunod na linggo. Hay nako! Buti pa ang drinkies.ph. 60 minutes lang ang kailangang hintayin bago dumating ang ice cold Heineken o Tiger Beer. Wala pang commercial break yan. So punta na sa drinkies.ph, sign up or login at umorder na ng paborito mong Heineken or Tiger Drink at gamitin ang code na TITA250, that's T-I-T-A-250 sa checkout to get 250 pesos off for every transaction. No minimum purchase, unlimited use for the duration of the campaign. So, ano pang hinihintay mo? Order na from drinkies.ph now and experience cold beer delivery in just 60 minutes. I started watching uh, Startup very late in the game, actually. Um, I think it was already episode 10 when I started watching it. Which is another reason why uh, there is no halftime review, which I normally do on an ongoing series that I'm watching. So here's Atita Talks. If I'm watching an ongoing series, I normally do a halftime review after the 8th episode. Because usually it's 16 episodes, right? So by the 8th episode, I do a halftime review just to talk about how the thing how things are going or what i like about the series currently something like that so anyway when startup was starting i was actually on k-drama detox or slump <laughs> which by the way if you are experiencing or will experience in the future my tip for you is to watch your favorite k-drama series but not the whole thing okay just maybe like an episode or your favorite scene of that series my go-to is always reply 1988 i always go back and watch my favorite scenes my the funniest the nakakakilig scenes i always go back and it does help me go back up so yeah when i finally am back in the game People were already divided into two themes. So it got me thinking, why is the second lead syndrome so strong in on startup? I mean, second leads are always present in almost every rom-com K-drama. So what's different about this? That's when I started to analyze the two male leads. And this is coming from someone who barely helped during their thesis (laughs) but for this series i really spent a day analyzing why (laughs) anyway i think it's because the attitudes or characteristics of the typical main lead and second lead got reversed for startup so think about all the series all the rom-com series that you've watched so far Think about the personalities of your male lead or main lead and then your second lead. 
Now, in a typical rom-com, right, we always fall for the handsome rich guy who is tough on the outside but soft on the inside. Often, it with a sad background or dysfunctional family. The bad boy, yun, the bad boy we always want to turn into a good boy. I can think of so many series with this type of character. And the second leads are usually the ones that are good and loving from the very start, always there for the female lead, supportive, naive at times, but definitely pure at heart. Now imagine having this characteristic switch, and there you have it. A severe second lead syndrome. In my opinion, I think that's the reason <laughs> kung bakit ang tinde ng second lead syndrome at bakit divided tayo ngayon talaga. Plus, of course, the two male leads also showed great bromance. So, perfect. Speaking of bromance, I also love the Samsan Tech Trio. The story of how they met and the struggles that they had to go through before super loved them. And I also cried when they st- were saying goodbye. Remember that scene on episode 16? When they were saying goodbye to their old office. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Such a heartbreaking, well, not really heartbreaking, but it's more like heartwarming, I would say. <laughs> heartbreaking, heartwarming. Anyway. Yeah, so it was a really, really good bromance between the uh, the three of them. Anyway, another character that I love from the series is Harmony. Oh my gosh, Grandma. I think she may have started the corn dog revolution. I'm sure I'm not the only one who will try to buy a corn dog if I get to visit Korea again. I super love grandma and I cried. Umiyak talaga ako. Grabe. I I felt that I was like her own granddaughter. <laughs> Tinalo ko si Susie Bay. When you know, remember that scene when Dalmi broke down when she found out about her grandma's condition. I really cried on that scene. Oh my gosh. But I cried even more after what happened to Dalming's dad. Oh my gosh. I think that was like the most heartbreaking scene. Yeah, that was the most heartbreaking scene of all the episodes in uh, for Startup. Super, super nakakaiyak. Umiya Did you cry? Did you cry on that scene? I did. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, I think the actress that who played uh, Halmoni or Grandma is perfect for the role. Casting was actually great for this year, especially for the young Han Jipyong, played by the now big boy, Binato na siya, Nam Derum. Derum. Okay, again, my pronunciation is really bad. I'm really bad with Korean names. Sorry. Anyway, you know who I mean, the young uh, Han Jipyong. Oh my gosh. His voice, now that he's older, his voice is almost similar to the deep voice of Kim Sun-ho. If you've watched, uh, if you've been watching K-drama for a long time now, you probably have seen him in several K-dramas as either the young male lead or son of the lead character. And now he's really like Binata. And I'm sure, I can't wait. I can't wait 
to finally watch a series where he is the lead character. Oh my gosh. Imagine him in a series like this, like Startup, while you were sleeping. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited for him. Alande. <laughs> I feel like a proud tita, a proud aunt of um, Nanderum. <laughs> anyway, now about the technical aspect of the series. Okay. Sorry, I, I'll be a bit technical here, but you probably are already aware of what I'm going to talk about. So let's start off with the cinematography. I love the cinematography, which of course includes the framing, lighting, color, etc. It definitely supported the overall atmosphere of the series. It added to the dreamy feels of this of the series, Dibalaluna with the pink, purple, blue hues. It added to that dreamy love story feels. But honestly, um, <laughs> honestly, I've seen this with While You Were Sleeping. Yeah. Some scenes actually did remind me of uh, While You Were Sleeping. And when I did my research for this episode, I found out that Susie is not the only connection of this series to While You Were Sleeping, but the director too. So the director of this series is Oh Chongwan, and he was, he or she, I'm sorry, I wasn't able to check, but that he was also the director for both series. But anyway, I love the set design, the fireworks effects for the make-believe sandbox. It is a make-believe, okay? There's really not, there's no Silicon Valley in Korea. But the island does exist, but not really like with the whole sandbox um, layout. Anyway, you can just Google about it. Anyway, so yeah, I love the outfits and the locations that were used for the series. I mean, if we can travel again, I would definitely haunt those locations. Magpapa picture talaga ako dun sa may um, corn dog and then um, the corn dog um, store, the first one. And then I would definitely find that sandbox word if that if it does exist or something. Um, yeah, those are the my key locations that I will tr definitely try to find once we're allowed to travel. Hey, I hope you're enjoying this episode. And if you are and you want to show your support to your Tita, don't forget that you can use Tita Talks affiliate link with Lazada when you purchase your gifts for your inaanak or loved ones this 1212 via the Lazada app. And for new Lazada customers, you can use the code PNA1212LAZ to get 120 pesos off for a minimum spend of 500 pesos. And when you get your orders, no need to go out to give it to your inanak. Just send it via Mr. Speedy. And use the code Tita Talks Mr. Speedy and get 50 pesos off when you place your first delivery. Just go to their website, mrspeedy.ph or download the app Mr. Speedy. Mr. Speedy is available for Metro Manila, nearby provinces, and Cebu. Hello, mga Cebuano. And with that, you safely gave your gifts to your inaanak or loved ones and showed your support to this tita. So thank you, mga pamangkin. But anyway, now about the 
OST. Oh my gosh, the OST. It was a beautiful mix of happy songs and sad songs from amazing singers. We have Da Vici, we have uh, Red Velvet, uh, Ailey, we have 10CM, and a lot more. What's your favorite? What's your favorite song from the OST? Mine would be, of course, Running by Gaho, uh, Future by Red Velvet, which is an, another, um, which is actually my early favorite. Episode 1 pa lang, I already downloaded it um, on Spotify. I love that song. Feels like it's a happy song for me. <laughs> now, you also have Love Letter by Ball4. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but I think it's Ball for. And my love from Da Vici. Speaking of Da Vici, why is it that when a Da Vici song is suddenly played, you start to get emotional? Like, I was fine five seconds ago. Okay naman ako kanina. But when you've played Da Vici song, like, I'm now crying. I'm now emotional. Why? <laughs> May ganong effect yung Da Vici, no? Anyway, the OST is great, not really the best. I mean, it was perfect for the series, but I've there were many more other OSTs that were better, but it's great. It's great on its own. Now, okay. Here's the part where you may hate me, and that's fine because again, we are unique individuals. So what would what may work for me may not work for you. What would work for you may not work for me. And blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so yeah. Feel free to comment on whatever I'm going to say from here on. It's a free country. We have the right to be... Yeah. we, we <laughs> you, ha- you have the right to say whatever you want to say about. Or you have the right to comment. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm scared <laughs> anyway um, I just want to be honest as well so anyway let's go ahead and talk about it alright so though the series is trending and was fun to watch it was fun to watch okay Um, I just found many flaws with the story let's start with the fact that there were too many story arcs okay now, there is no general rule on how many story arcs you should have in a movie or series. But I think with Startup, there was there was just so many. There was way too much that some got left behind. Left behind. Ohana means family. <laughs> what am I saying? Anyway, let's start with the story arc of Dalmi. We have her relationship with her sister Injay, right? Which could have been another series altogether. Two sisters who got separated when they took sides when their parents divorced and causing a rift in their relationship, then meeting again as rivals in a competition and finally reuniting again. That's another plot for a K-drama series, diba? That's actually the plot for Bea Alonso's Magkaribal. If you have seen that Pinoy teleserie, that's actually the plot of it. Two sisters separated, reunited as rivals, blah blah blah. It's the same. 
So see, that would have been another interesting story. But instead, it was squeezed in to this love triangle story. Then you also have Dalmi's relationship with her mom, right? That's another story arc. That's another story fit for another K-drama. So imagine not hearing from your mom for 15 years after separating with your dad and getting married to a richer man. Diba? Such a dramatic story. But in startup, that was sideswept. That was set aside again. We just later on found out that the two, Dalmi and her mom, patch up things. And Dalmi is now calling her again, Oma. Instead of Omoni. Omoni is, I think, the formal way of addressing older women or older, yeah, relatives, babae. And then Oma, of course, is more of the loving term. Uh, what do you call it? <laughs> Basta, mas, mas formal yung Omoni. So, dun palang, right? Dun palang sa story arcs involving Dalmi. Solve ka na. You already have too many stories to on your plate. Then you have the other side of the story, the business side. When startup was starting, when startup was starting, yeah, <laughs> I really thought that this could be the start of a subgenre. Like, you know, we have medical and police procedure K dramas. I thought we will finally have the business K dramas. I thought this would be the start of a new subgenre because even the title of the series is business related it's start up right then you have the trailers and the early write-ups about it so i somehow expected that this would inspire me to be an entrepreneur you know me when i watch a series i am so invested so i'm easily influenced by the series that i watch when i watch medical series i dream of becoming a surgeon you know <laughs> when i watch voice i suddenly feel like i can hear things when i watch police procedure k-dramas i suddenly want to become a detective so yeah that i was actually expecting something like that from startup but yeah um, but startup did make an attempt. They did try. But for me, they just weren't able to really merge it well with the story. I was looking for something like um, It's Okay to Not Be Okay. I- I'm sorry if I have to compare it to that K-drama series. I just want to prove a point because hear me out. So It's Okay to Not Be Okay. Every episode, remember, if you have seen that, every episode was in theme with the um, with the fairy tale that was introduced at the start, right? So, start up. I did love the first ten episodes of the series, which somehow showed the struggles of the people trying to build a startup company. I love how in each episode we get to learn a word or a term used in business. But I felt it just that it wasn't well stitched, kumbaga. It wasn't well stitched to the story. The only reason I can say this is because when I reflect, um, reflect back after watching the an episode, I realized I forgot about the business term discussed in the series. I think the only things that I remember was acquiring, ac- acquiring. I think is how you pronounce it. 
and then um, uh, uh, demo day and then uh, hackathon. Yeah, those were the three words were in in those three episodes. They were really um, in theme. So the the episode was really all about those three terms. So yeah, maybe because the love story was really the focus of the of the show or of the series. I don't know. What do you think? Ano sa tingin mo? Anyway, I was also disappointed for Kang Hana's character in Jay. Um, the trailer and the posters made me feel that she's a big character. She's this big character that would be heavily involved in the key scenes of the um, series. But at the end of the series, I felt that her role was on the same level as Harmony. Don't you think? Sa tingin mo? Like, yeah, she was for a while Dalmi's rival, but she wasn't really that evil, evil rival compared to her stepdad and stepbrother who were really evil, mga anak ni Satanas ni mga... <laughs> but yeah, yeah, she she wasn't that evil, evil, yet she wasn't her supportive sister as well. So she wasn't also on the good side compared to the Samsan uh, tech group of people that she had so that's an issue for me and then there's also the character's development which was also confusing remember um the series started that her and dalmi were best of friends and remember that she also saw her dad being kicked by his boss tapos then all of a sudden she hates dalmi and you you know, she hates Dalmi for choosing their dad and immediately change her last name to their mom's new husband. Like, where? Where is this hate coming from? What triggered her to do those things? So I kind of had a disconnect with her character because I couldn't find where her hate for her father is coming from. There were no supporting scenes, eh? There were no supporting scenes to back up what she did and add to the add to that is the add to that is the fact that she saw that heartbreaking scene at their um dad's office diba so if you saw something like that wouldn't you be more um understanding of your father but you know what why <laughs> so that that's that's an issue for me now the series really focused focused <laughs> Focused on the love uh, triangle of the three leads. But somehow, we also forgot that their complicated love story started with those love letters 15 years ago. I also felt that that part of the story wasn't also stitched well uh, in uh, in the whole series. The letters played a big part, remember? They played a big part... In uniting the three characters. And for the first eight episodes actually. It played a big part. But after that. It was again sideswept. It's like set aside. I was thinking. I was actually hoping. That the letters could have been used to Han Jepyong's advantage. I mean they were sending letters. Han Jepyong and Dalmi were sending letters for a year. So somehow. 
shouldn't he be aware of things about Dalmay that he could use to make her fall in love with him? Right? Diba? But I felt that the writer and the director never gave Han Jepyong a chance at all. So I'm really sorry for Team uh, Good Boy. <laughs> I know how it feels. I know your pain. Now, the people behind Startup also did not give Yongsan, one of the Samsan trio, if you remember. They did not give Yongsan a chance with Saha. Don't get me wrong. If given a chance to choose, I would be definitely Team Chulsan. But I was kind of expecting that they will also have their mini love triangle, kumbaga. But it was cut short. And I feel bad for Yongsan. At the start, there was a rivalry, right? There were some scenes where Yongsan and Chulsan would be beating each other for Saha's attention. But somehow, that was cut short. Maybe because, of course, we don't want to, you know, ruin the main love triangle or to outshine them. Though I love the scene of Yongsan and Han Jepyong, I felt it could have been better, much like how Halmoni losing her eyesight could have been more dramatic to add flavor to the show. Actually, I was kind of expecting for Halmoni to have this scene where she wakes up one day and her eyesight is really, really bad. And then she tries to get up and she starts knocking down furnitures or things around her. And then Dalmi would find her on the floor and they would cry. Something like that. It, I guess maybe it's tr- uh, too dramatic. Naman. So maybe that's why the writers did not include that anymore. But anyway, <laughs> aside from the love story, the series also teased us about the many about some mysteries. Like the real girl behind the sandbox story, what happened to Dosan in the past, and the revenge story. Oh my god, that revenge story was definitely not well written in the stories. I, so the series, sorry. <laughs> I want to say so- sorry because, yeah, I want to say sorry because I know that may trigger you, but I really felt that the revenge plotline or the revenge arc story arc wasn't really well written i mean it was introduced as early as episode two if i'm not mistaken but it wasn't really played well and i completely forgot about it until around episode 11 that's when i said yeah there is a revenge story (laughs) i forgot about it so i was actually thinking that the person who wrote that I will take revenge, blah, 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 would at least cause some minor troubles for the team or whoever he or she, <laughs> Paduda, he or she is trying to take revenge on. Startup actually had a lot of that, a lot of ticking bombs that were planted early on but did not explode until like the last five episodes. First, of course, is the revenge story. The revenge story. And then um, then you have the backup scenes. Remember remember that um, scene where the Samsan trio were talking about the importance of backing up your files in, I think, episode 8. 
I thought that that was done because the person who wrote that they he will take he or she will ang hirap ng I'm trying to avoid spoilers. <laughs> I'm trying to change. I'm trying to avoid spoilers so it, it's it's really hard for me to talk. <laughs> anyway, you know, I was thinking that that scene was done because the person who wrote that revenge um sticker or whatever that is would finally do something bad and you know ruin whatever the samsung tech were doing but it wasn't until episode 14 when we finally see the importance of the backup uh of backing up files so yeah i felt that it was dragging for both the bombs they were planted really early on on the on the series but then it wasn't until like the last few episodes when they finally exploded, so to speak. <laughs> now, anyway, I honestly felt that the writer wanted to give us so many things for the series. We have a story on starting a business. We have a love story, a rivalry between sisters, blah, blah, blah. But wasn't able to manage all the story arcs well, which is why if I will rate this series from 1 to 10 and 10 being the highest, I'll give it, I'll give Startup a 7.7. It wasn't really that bad, okay? It wasn't that bad. I enjoyed watching it. Um, I fell in love with the characters. Again, it's an underdog story. So I love seeing the growth of the characters and when they are finally successful and managed to overcome all their obstacles. It was great. It was a, it was fun to watch. It was great, but I just couldn't shake off the um, the the flaws of this of the story. So that's why, though I enjoyed it, I may not watch it again. I mean. Startup may not be one of those K-dramas that I'll suggest to a friend who wants to watch a K-drama. But if you enjoyed it, okay, if you did enjoy Startup, good for you, okay? Again, we are all unique individuals, so with different backgrounds, different tastes, so that may not work, what may not work. What? What may what may not work for me doesn't mean that it won't work for you, okay? I'm just here to give you pointers just in case you're thinking of watching the series. Um, I'm just here to share my opinion on a K-drama series. Now, to also answer your question if I am Team Dawson or Team Good Boy, I am Team Dosan. <laughs> the reason I'm team Dosan, okay? So again, this is coming from me who really invests in every K-drama that I watch. I really imagine that I am Dalmi. <laughs> I am I <laughs> I am so Dalmi and you know, anyway. So the reason I am team Dosan is because in real life it is best to choose someone who will be there for you from the very start, 
hold your hand and believe in you. That's why when Dalmi said that she likes Dosan because of his hands, it wasn't really because malaki yung kamay ni Kuya. Okay? It wasn't because he really has this big hands, but because Dosan was the only person willing to sail with her without a map believed in her vision and really helped her make it a reality also okay you, you probably will hate me a little more for this one but i just want to say i i, I just want to be honest um i kind of had some red flags with hanji pyong at the start okay <laughs> hear me out hear me out remember how he treated his um subordinate or his colleague the 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 red the right hand man uh, i can't remember his name anyway the the guy with the glasses right remember how he treated him now if okay kids if you have someone in your life that is good to you but bad with his or her subordinates colleagues waiters guards etc meaning those with a lower pay grade let's put it that way if you might want to step back if that's the case because you might want to make sure that that person isn't good to you because he or she benefits from you or wants something from you okay so i kind of had that red flag with han jip young at the start but then thank god thank god for the character development his character redemption and uh, in the end it um i mean in the end he became better with positive scripting he now knows positive scripting and i also love the scene that he had with young san remember that um episode 1413 I can't remember where he accepted his mistake and asked for forgiveness so all good all good um it's just that medyo nauna na ako maging team Dawson <laughs> it, it it was a little bit too late but I also felt sorry for team good boy because I really felt that the writer and the director never really gave team Dawson a chance I mean it was so obvious that Dawson would really be the winner at the end of it but yeah you know we still kind of hope that team good boy would win but anyway and that's it that's it for me all right so again watch out for that future episode where we do a react episode with an expert on the business side so if again you have any questions if you were inspired by startup to build your own business to also create your startup company and you have questions that you want to ask feel free to send them to me um, either tweet them or dm or comment on the post that I will post or probably have already posted by this time <laughs> on any of my social media accounts just go ahead and ask that question so we can also ask our guest and if you also want to share your thoughts about the series how any comments about startup 
I would love to read them on the React episode. So also feel free to send them to me again on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash podcast. And on Twitter and Instagram, it's at TalksTita. All right. Okay. And yeah, that's it for me. Good night, kids. I love you, Bruno Mars. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.